KTSA Newsflash. President Biden is addressing the nation following the death of 12 American service members in suicide bombings in Afghanistan today. A tough day. The president had this message for those who carried out the attack. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. ISIS in Afghanistan has taken responsibility for the deadly bombing. Here is Luis Martinez with details on the American casualties. Twelve service members who were killed uh, tragically in this incident. Eleven of them were Marines and one was in hospital, Navy uh, hospital corpsman, otherwise known as a medic. And it appears that the 15 service members who were injured and wounded in this attack were also Marines. Here's correspondent Karen Travers at the White House on word from commander of U.S. Central Command, General Kenneth McKenzie. General McKenzie described the threat right now from ISIS. He says it is extremely real. He said that they, the military believes it's ISIS desire to continue the attacks and they expect that they will continue and they're doing everything that can be done to be prepared for that. And that includes potential rocket attacks as this evacuation effort continues. The bombing outside of the Kabul airport is weighing heavy on the hearts of Texas law lawmakers who took a pause today to remember those who were killed. State Representative Matt Schaefer served in Afghanistan in 2010. You only need to see an American flag draped over the body of a U.S. soldier one time in your life to know that your heart gets heavy when this happens. The Pentagon says a number of Afghan civilians were also killed and injured in the explosions, but they did not have an exact number. Schaefer says that this brings back bad memories for anybody who has served in the Middle East. I think about the family and the mother and father of Staff Sergeant Derek Farley, who I was with in Afghanistan, and the anniversary of his death was on the 17th of this month. Also at the Capitol, the Texas state legislature is debating a controversial election bill that Republicans say is needed to combat voter fraud. The author, State Representative Andrew Merz, says that the goal is to have one uniform set of voting rules for the whole state. To reduce the likelihood of fraud, protect the secrecy of the ballot, promote voter access, and ensure that all legally cast ballots are counted. But Texas Democrats fear it amounts to voter fraud. They're trying to kill a part of the bill that gives poll watchers more access. Murr fought back against claims that the bill is driven by conspiracy theories surrounding former President Trump's loss in the 2020 election. Texas has consistently reviewed its election law policy over time, making changes and updates as needed. SB 1 continues this process. The Texas Supreme Court issued a temporary order Thursday siding with Governor Greg Abbott in the fight against a mask mandate in San Antonio schools and local government buildings. The court said the status quo regarding pandemic procedures has been in the hands of the governor and should remain so, while the Court of Appeals and potentially the Texas Supreme Court continue to deliberate on the matter. Mayor Ron Nuremberg said in a statement to Ken's Five that he supports continuing the mask mandate locally. District Attorney Joe Gonzalez said the county will defer to guidance from the Texas Education Agency that says mask provisions are not being enforced over the ongoing litigation and Bear County School District officials will not be prosecuted. More medical staff are headed to Texas hospitals and nursing homes to help with coronavirus treatment. Governor Greg Abbott announced today the 2,500 personnel of mostly nurses and respiratory therapists that will treat hospitalized COVID patients. The Texas Department of State Health Services is also sending more hospital beds, feeding and IV pumps, ventilators, heart monitors, and oxygen concentrators to facilities. Abbott is encouraging people to get the vaccine, saying it's the best defense against coronavirus. The CDC is issuing an alert to public health officials about the rising misuse of a drug meant to treat parasitic worms. Here's correspondent Mark Remillard. 
The CDC says cases of misuse and overdose of ivermectin, a drug used to treat infections from parasitic worms, are on the rise as some have been attempting to use it to treat COVID-19. In one case, a man was hospitalized for nine days after ingesting an injectable ivermectin formula intended for use on cattle. The CDC says prescriptions for the drug filled at retail pharmacies have gone up drastically in recent months. It says the FDA has not authorized nor approved ivermectin for the treatment of COVID-19. The Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission officially revoked the liquor license from Boom Boom Sports Bar Wednesday. The sports bar was the site of a triple homicide on August 15th. Police said the bar was open after hours illegally when Daniel Berrigan opened fire in the parking lot after an argument at around 3.30 in the morning, killing 26-year-old Mara Rodriguez, 28-year-old Dan Martinez Jr., and 32-year-old April Rodriguez. Two other people were injured. TABC suspended the license last week while they worked with police to investigate if the bar's policies contributed to the shooting. Officials said owners of the bar agreed to the permit cancellation Tuesday. At least two people were killed, another injured in a shooting near the courthouse in the small northern Illinois city of Krangakee this morning. Mayor Christopher Curtis said the suspects in the shooting have been taken into custody, but the motive of the circumstances leading to the shooting are not clear. Here's Kangakee Police Chief Robin Passwater. At this time, we have two deceased gunshot victims. Both of those are Hispanic males in their mid-20s. We also have another gunshot victim at a local hospital. His injuries are unknown right now, but he is in surgery. State Fair of Texas officials are releasing their COVID protocols. Masks will be required for everyone going indoors regardless of vaccination status. Fair officials are encouraging people to cover their faces while outdoors but not requiring it. Independent vendors may also require masks. The fair wants people to be patient and respect others. The State Fair of Texas starts September 24th. Harry Styles is requiring a negative coronavirus test or proof of vaccination for his San Antonio concert. AT&T Center announced the requirements yesterday for the September 9th performance. Those under the age of 12 will also have to get a negative COVID test at least 48 hours before the show. AT&T Center notes people will also have to wear masks. One Texas dad made quite a scene while making his point to show his support for COVID-19 mask mandates. During the Dripping Springs Independent School District board meeting Monday, the dad told members the naked truth about masks in a speech that he started fully clothed. He pointed to the clothes he was wearing and told the group that he resented workplace fashion. He then took off his jacket, tie, and shirt and got all the way down to his bathing suit before telling the board members his actual point that rules exist for a reason. As expected, the man's speech garnered a lot of comments, both positive and negative, in a community Facebook group. PepsiCo is announcing a new take on Mountain Dew that has quite the kick. The maker of the soft drink, which also makes Cheetos, is launching Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew next week. PepsiCo has decided to merge the two brands for what it calls one of our most provocative beverages yet. The company says Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew will be a combination of sweet and spicy and will be available starting Tuesday at MountainDew.com. Fans of the new beverage can also purchase the bright red Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew sweats and hoodies, which go on sale in early September. That's correspondent Kristen Marks. KTSA Money News. Wall Street turned cautious as the Federal Reserve kicked off its annual two-day economy symposium in Jackson Hole. The Dow lost 192 points to 35,213. NASDAQ down 96 points to 14,945. The S&P gave up 26 points to 4470. The NASDAQ and S&P backing off of record highs. The U.S. economy continued to rebound at a strong clip in the second quarter. The Commerce Department raised GDP growth to 6.6 percent, slightly higher than its initial estimate and up from 6.3 percent growth in the first quarter. 
Jason Brooks, CBS News. ATSA AccuWeather. Grab your umbrella as you head out tonight. A spotty thunderstorm, otherwise clear and humid, low 76. A blend of clouds and sunshine tomorrow with a spotty thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 92. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.